The word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. From the Diary of a Disciple version of the Bible, it says, So stop worrying. Only people without God worry about these little things. Put God first and he'll really look after you. And if you were reading the NIV, then just to put that into context for some of you others who might not be used to this version, then it says this, and do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them, but seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. And of course, in Matthew's gospel, where again this is quoted, it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything will be given to you as well. And this morning, we're going to be looking at this issue of putting God first. That's what we're talking about, putting God first. So just to recap on what Jazzy said there from that passage, and just to put it into context, which obviously, all you BTC kids, you'll know this because you've already been reading it. But Jesus is talking about worrying and about the fact that people, believe it or not, believe it or not, people worry about what they're going to eat and what they're going to wear. I can hardly imagine. Has anybody been in that situation of being concerned about what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear? And the context is this. Jesus is trying to say, please, don't worry. Now, hang on a second. If you are worried, look around at the birds. Look around at the flowers around you. How many times do you see the seagulls going to Tesco's? <laughs> you don't. Why? Because God looks after them. And it's the same with the flowers. We're all out there looking at the flowers, especially at this time of year when they're all coming out and you're seeing roses and all sorts of different flowers. In fact, some are actually going over because of the heat. But you look at them and you think, they're magnificent. Look how wonderful those flowers. How lovely. The colors. We're all making all these exclamations. And God is saying, listen, the birds of the air, I look after them. The flowers that are all around you, I actually look after them. Please, look at these things and just remember this. If I'm looking after them, how much more will I be looking after you? That's what he's saying to us, and that's the context here. So God is saying, look, stop worrying about these things. Put God first. Can we get this in our mind? Put God first, and he will really look after you. But there's something that we've got to do. So putting God first is what we're talking about. This is the instruction that we're given. And it's an instruction that we want to take hold of. And not just to understand, but actually to put into practice in our lives. So that's my first point. Put God first. The second point is this. The importance of position. Position is important. Now, I don't know whether you are a great athlete or anything like that, but on our screens at the moment, we've got uh, the um, Commonwealth Games. And last week, there was just the ending of the, uh, the other games, those ones, the World Championships, that's right. So you've got the World Championships, and they come and they do all their athletics there, and now they're all doing their Commonwealth athletics and swimming and all that sort of stuff. When you think about it, all of these competitors, they go to these games. What do they go to the games to do? To win. They're not there just for a laugh. Oh, I just turned up. You know, another country. You know, I've got to stay away from home. They're not like that. They're there because 
They know that winning or position is important. And they're there to seek to get a gold medal to come first. That's why they're there. So you see, it's important. Position is important. Now, we're just going to have a, a little bit of a, a, a race, actually. When I say race, I don't mean race as in madness. I just mean as in a fast walk. So I need to have three volunteers up here now. Three volunteers I need. Anybody? Anybody who, yeah, three of the, yeah, I've got one, I've got two, I need one more. I've got Andrew, I've got three. Thank you. Thank you. Now, these are our volunteers. Now, volunteers, I want to thank you, first of all. I'm not going to embarrass you or anything, although I am going to ask you just to wear this, because this is just some of the things that we do, we get caught up with. Okay, so we've got, and I'm going to, I'm going to act as a commentator of our race, okay? So what I want you to do, you're to walk, not run, but walk fast. Because there's a name. Somebody wants to come first, yes? Okay. We've got watching TV, sleeping and eating. And these are some of the things sometimes that, that trap us and hold us back sometimes from coming first. But we're going to see in this race uh, how they're going to go. We've got Saxon Corner down the back there where Stuart is. We've got Media Corner down there. And they're going to come down the final straight down to here. And it's the first person who passes this point, who passes Rick, who's sitting at the front, not tripping them up. They will be our winner. And I will say, one, two, three, go. Now, it's not running, Andrew. It's not running, okay? Okay? Position is important. But it's not running, it's walking, fast walking, okay? One, two, three, go. Go. It looks like we've got somebody out in the front. They're coming out of the final furlong. No, they're coming round Saxon Corner, going round Media Corner. They're coming into the final straight, and it's eating in the bin. And sleeping's coming up fast, but it is eating. Eating has won that race. Chloe, I want to thank you for that. That's for you. That's for Andrew. That's for you. That's for you. Now, as far as we're concerned, I know we've given them all prizes, and the prizes are the same. So that's slightly unfair. But you never know, there might be a gold token inside there. You never know. But for that race, we all understand. And you can actually sit down now, and I want to thank you. And you can keep those as a souvenir, should you wish to. <laughs> Position is important. We like to win. Because the winner gets a gold medal. The winner comes out first. We understand what that is in the context of a race and championships, whether it be a horse race or a walk around the church or whatever it is, we understand that position is important. But you see, God wants us to understand not that we're in a race, but the fact of this is that he wants to take the first place. He has the gold medal position. It belongs to him, and he wants to hold on to that. And we understand that that position is important. Giving something first place, that can often be the most important thing. Now, we had our people named watching TV, sleeping, eating. And some of those things can actually take first place in our lives so that actually God doesn't have first place. It's much more important for me to make sure I've got enough sleep than it is for me to seek God. Obviously, no one of us is actually going to say, yes, that's what I'm like. None of us is going to say, no, actually, eating is so important to me that I sometimes forget, make sure that I eat rather than worrying about having any time with God. And certainly, we would never, ever watch TV in precedence to actually seeking God because that would be completely wrong of us 
and we're not going to go into a time of general repentance, we're just laying that out there. But the point I am making this morning is this, what we heard from our reading, what our diary of our disciple is telling us is that God says he wants first place. Position is important. And in our own lives, we can get a lot of other things muddling up with us. Ordinary things, things that everybody else does, things that we're involved with. But those things can sometimes take first place, which really belongs to God. So position is important. Thirdly, and almost finally, although I'm charging the third point with many points, so that I feel as though I've had a good time as well as you listening. God first, what does that look like? Putting God first, what does it actually look like? Because, you know, if we want to give him the first place then we need to understand that. It doesn't just mean that we give God the first place. So as far as we're concerned, God walks around heaven with a gold medal. You know, that's okay. You are first. You're the number one. That's not exactly what it means. It has that idea of having a gold medal means that he is the most important person. But it means more than that. So let's just look at what it means. First of all, it means allowing God to be in charge. Giving him the first place means we're allowing God to be in charge. So what does that look like in the workplace? Because some people here go to work. What does it look like in the workplace? In the workplace, you usually have a boss. And the idea of your boss is that you do your work well and you please your boss. And actually, having a boss means you should honor him with respect and understanding. And quite often, it means that the work you've been required to do you actually talk to your boss about it. Hey, is this what you were hoping me for, for, for me to do? Have I done this correctly? You're checking it with the boss because you want to make sure that you're doing it in the way that your boss wants it. That's what it's like with God too. We check in with God to make sure that we're doing things the way that he wants. And it's not only in the workplace, at school we have the same situation. At school you have a teacher and the teacher is saying to you, right now class, I want you to do this, I want you to accomplish this homework, or I want you to do this task, I want you to set these various uh, maths equations, whatever, I want you to do that. And if you have any problems, what do you do? Do you just try and solve it yourself? Well, often we do. But more often than not, you go to your teacher and you go to them and they help you out and they lead you and they guide you in the way to go. Allowing God to be first means that we're checking in with him. We're allowing him to have honor, allowing him to have the position that is rightfully his. So with God, he is expecting us as Christians to check in with him, to make contact with him, to have relationship with him, to talk things over with him. Because we might say, well, look, God, did you want me to do this? Is this the way you wanted me to behave? Am I doing the things that you want? Oh, oh I'm not. I'm sorry. You see, you can have that point of check and find out whether you're doing the right thing. Okay, you want me to do it this way? Okay, God, thank you. There's somebody that we've got relationship with, somebody who has authority over us, somebody who gains respect from us, somebody who we're checking in with. That is what it's like to allow God to be in charge. Putting God in the first place, the top spot, means that you check in with him to make sure that you're living life the way that he would like you to live it. God first, what does it look like? Well, it looks like that. And secondly, God first means this. God first means I'm not first. Oh. God first means that I am not first. Now, you know what? Actually, that's a problem for every one of us because we like being first. 
But if we're going to allow God to be first, which is what he said, put God first and he'll help you out with the rest of your life. If we're putting God first, then it automatically means that we are no longer able to take that place because it belongs to God. Therefore, we have to actually put ourselves down. We have to give that position up. It sounds good. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'd like to do. But when it comes to the practical outworking of that, many of us feel like, oh, I'm not quite so sure. I don't want to put God first. I need to watch this TV program. I don't want to go put God first. I must find out the results of the, t- of the football match. I don't want to put God first because I want to go and play with these toys. I don't. There's lots of things that come in. Putting God first means that actually we are saying that we are no longer first. For ourselves, the order of life, if you like, is often like this. Ourselves first, others second, God last. Or God third. That sounds much better. Because it matters, you know, okay, at least he's third. It's bronze position. It's not too bad. Coming fourth is the bad one, isn't it? You missed out on the medals. That's often what it's like with us. But you see, when it comes to how God looks at it and what he's asking of us, he says that I want you to put me first. So the order that God wants for us to conduct our lives, for every one of us, this doesn't matter whether we're young or old, this has relevance to all of our lives. And he's saying, I want you to put me first, I want you to put others second, and and actually you can take the bronze position. You come afterwards. Putting God first means that we're not putting ourselves first. There is a change. And lastly, in this third point, putting God first Let me give you a a biblical example of this. What does it look like? Because there's lots of Bible stories, actually, that show men and women that put God first, and we can see that acting out in their lives. The one that I want to refer to today is actually of the prophet Samuel. Samuel was a man who was bringing uh, direction and leadership to the nation of Israel. He was a man who put God first in his life, and he sought to make sure that what he did was what God wanted. And one day God said to him, he said, look, I'm, I'm going to remove King Saul. His reign as the king is coming to an end. So I want you, Samuel, to go to Jesse, this is his father's name, to go to his house. And I want you to anoint one of his sons so that he can be king. And he knows that he's going to be king in the future. So will you go along to his house and anoint one of his sons? So Samuel's saying like, yes, God, I want to do what you want me to do. So he goes off to, to Jesse's house And he says to Jesse, right, I'm here and I need to see all your boys and uh, I'm going to pick out a king. I mean, obviously, this is the liberal translation of the Bible I'm giving you on this one. But there he is. So Jesse actually brings his son before him. And we're going to read this. Uh, 1 Samuel 16, verses 6 to 7. When they arrived, Samuel, because this is the first boy that's coming up, Samuel took one look at Eliab and thought, surely... This is the Lord's anointed. So you can imagine he's come in there. The first of Jesse's sons is coming in to see him. And he sees him and he sees this fine, fine guy. Handsome, tall, strong. This is the right material. And he's just thinking that. You know, he's not saying that, but he's just thinking that. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. Oh, my goodness. You see how even in this situation, Samuel kind of switched over to his own thinking. His thinking was, this looks like a great guy here. This is the one I need to anoint. But God says to him, ah, ah, ah. And Samuel is a man who puts God first. So he listens to God because God says to him, the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. 
People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And you see, that's what Samuel was doing. Of himself, he was thinking, like, this looks great. But then he heard what God said. No, 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 I'm following God. Okay, I've got to let this one go. And so he's asking Jesse, okay, okay, not this one. Let's have some more of your boys come in front of me. And we read on. Then Jesse told his son Abinadab to step forward and walk in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, this is not the one the Lord has chosen. Next, Jesse summoned Shemir. But Samuel said, neither is this the one the Lord has chosen. In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were presented to Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Now you can imagine Samuel, hang on a second. God's told me to come here. God's told me, this, given me these instructions, I'm to anoint a king. And here's a man who's putting God first. So he's even got to the point of saying like, uh, so you've brought in front of me all of your boys? So he actually asked the question, are these all the sons you have? Is there anybody else? Because God's not telling me that I've seen the right one. And then, and we know this story, or perhaps you know this story, it goes on like this, because Jesse says, there is still the youngest, Jesse replied. But he is out in the fields watching the sheep and goats. Send for him at once, Samuel said. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. And actually, we know from the story, which I'm not going to read anymore, but David, this boy, comes in from uh, the fields, and he comes in before Samuel, and God says to him, this is the one. Now, you see, putting God first has challenges for all of us. Because the way we look at things, just like Samuel, wow, this surely is the right one. No, 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 that's not the right one. Putting God first means we keep checking in with him to make sure that we're going the right way. It's not just like, oh, I I asked you once. We keep relationship with God, allowing him to lead us in the way that he wants to go. If we put God first, He will really look after us. Look, here's my last little example of doing this. I expect you've all seen one of these before. And they're sort of dolls within dolls within dolls. Now, let me just... Oh, my goodness. How many dolls have we got here? I'll put them all together in a minute. Oh, that's not even the last one. I've got... I have, Mark. I've got many dolls. There we are. Look at that. Out, out of that came... Oh, and we've got one more. So look, let me, li- let me just line all these up for you to see. There is... A, look at all of that inside that one doll. Now, here's the issue. Putting God first means that we have to get life in the right order. Because when we take God out of position, when he's not first... Life starts to get out of the right order. And just like these, if I want to put all of those back together, then I have to make sure the smallest one goes in the next big one, and the next big one goes in the next big one. The next, you understand what I mean. I have to put them in the right order. I can't just put them inside here in any order because they will not go. And quite simply, what we want to learn from this morning is that it's very easy for us actually just to try to do our own thing and to get things out of order. The instruction that Luke, from the front of his boat, is hollering out to us this morning is, he's just letting us know this. He's saying to everybody, please, 
This is the instruction from heaven. Put God first. Put God first. And he will really look after you. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning. Or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.